Let me ask you a quick question. Are you a creative service provider looking for more clients, more money, and more fun in your business? If that sounds like you, then you need to check out the next Level Club. This is our go-to coaching program for creatives ready to level up their business. We work with photographers, consultants, copywriters, designers every single week to scale and grow. Now, there's a few things we need to know about you before we can actually invite you into this club. So if you want to work with me as your coach to guide you to your next level, then I want you to send me a DM on Instagram at lalasocialclub.co. Send me a DM with the words next level and I'll send you all of the info. We can have a chat about whether it's the right fit for you. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, howdy-do. It's good to have you here. Welcome. Um, I'm Laura, if we haven't met before. So happy to have you here. And today is really, like, today's conversation was one of those times when you meet someone and immediately you like them. That was what it was like when I met Amy. And so when she came on the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, we should be friends. Uh, So it took us a long time to even get started and hit record. And then afterwards, we hung out and chat for ages too. Uh, Because... She just, ah, there's some people you meet in business who I just, you click with and you totally know that they're legit and they're really good at what they do, but they really care about their people. And Amy is one of those people. She is the founder of Lady Without Limits. She's a profit first professional, and she also has her own podcast called Lady Without Limits as well. So encourage you to check that out. Amy failed in her first business because of a cash flow problem. She has set out since then on a mission to help others avoid that problem. And so she has gone and she's done a lot of this work in Profit First, which is a framework that we use in our business. And I encourage you to check it out. It's one of my must read business books for you. Uh, Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. We'll also link it in the show notes as well. But in this episode, we're talking all things money. We're talking about why you need to take the profit from your business first, the key bank accounts to set up to successfully track your expenses and profit, the key mindset shifts you need to make when it comes to money. And finally, how to get out of the money in, money out paradigm and finally experience financial freedom. So get ready. We cover a lot of ground. You're going to love, love, love Amy as much as I do. So let's do it. Well, Amy, it is so good to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from now. Whereabouts? You're kind of near Melbourne, right? Flowing heads, yeah, on the surf coast, basically. Ah, the dream. I feel like every time I go to Melbourne, I'm like in Melbourne and I'm like in the thick of it and then I leave and there's always these places where people like post on Instagram and I'm like, where is this? (laughs) Oh, I know. If you're from out of the state, then you're not expected to know. But, yeah, come down here if you can one day. Um, It is so beautiful down here, minus the weather. The weather is not always very consistent for us, so I'm very jealous of the Sydney weather, Laura. (laughs) Well, it's been pretty good as of late, but um, for, for a hot minute there I was like, La Nina is going to ruin not only my hair, 
Um, it's also <laughs> going to ruin my summer, but thankfully it's actually been pretty good this year. So um, I'm so excited to talk with you about your business, about your journey, but also to talk with you about money. This is such a, like the money side of business has been something that I have had to invest a lot into, into learning. Um, and I know that a lot of our listeners are at the point where they're like, I want to grow, but I don't really know how to make more money. I don't know how to make my money work for me in my business. So we're going to dive into all of that today. But before we do, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do and, and how did you get to where you are in your business now? Yeah, sure. So firstly, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited also to jump into this and talk to you and talk about money. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Amy Bett. I am the founder of Lady Without Limits and a profit first professional. I'm a mom of three daughters and um, and yeah, I live in Bowen Heads, as we said before, but I guess I got here where I am today after my own personal struggles. I, after my husband had a brain injury, I went into my first business very rapidly out of necessity and that was in corporate event management. I'd always come from um, working for corporate, the Cotton On Group, and like in their foundation and I had an awesome, awesome job and I thought, oh, that's great. I'll just take all of my skill set and put that straight into my own business of doing, you know, these huge, large-scale corporate events, which was awesome and I was awesome at doing that and I was making money very quickly but I was spending so much money and it didn't matter how much money I was making. I just could not get my head around cash flow. I just was like, I don't get it. I'm making so much money, but there is never, or there's, you know, there'll be money in my bank account and it'll just go again just Mm. as quickly. And I just, I could not get my head around tax and just all of it. Right. And so unfortunately I ended up having to finish up in the business after a while. I could have kept going, but I just was so burnt out and I was not getting the right answers from my accountant and, and I, yeah, I just couldn't figure it out. And so it was hard to close my first business. It was, you know, shame, you know, I felt shame and I felt all, felt all the things, but it did inspire me to go on this huge personal development journey of coaching with, you know, amazing entrepreneurs. And then I found the profit first method, which just completely changed my life. So not only did I implement it into my business and, you know, have a lot of success with that, it inspired me to become a profit first professional and help other people because I just knew that it is like the the cement in your business. It's what ho- it is what holds everything together. And I feel like once you have that financial education down pat, you really can achieve anything. I really believe that the financial knowledge is just so helpful in helping you to really achieve your goals profitably. And, yeah. and, you know, and actually have money to pay yourself and pay your taxes and just get rid of all of that stress. So now I have a program which I take business owners through and I'm, I absolutely love it. We've got group coaching every week and it's, um yeah, it's awesome. I was able to teach 200 people last year and, and I just, it's the most fulfilling work that I've ever done really. That is amazing. And I love when people start businesses out of this real place of kind of pain of, oh my goodness, this, this pain point for me really was crippling and, and meant that I couldn't run my business anymore or meant that I couldn't pay myself what I wanted or whatever the thing is. But I love when people, like, I love your story because you've actually gone from not understanding this concept at all to understanding it, applying it to yourself, and then kind of believing in it so much that you're like, I need to teach other people this. And I think that is just 
so powerful. Like your story is just really, really powerful. And I think it's really inspiring that you've been able to take something that was difficult to understand because it totally is and kind of become an expert in it. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I just felt like after my own struggles and, you know, me starting to talk about it with friends and colleagues and I realized that that was the biggest thing that most people were struggling with in their Mm. business. Yes, sales and marketing also, you know, is a really important factor. However, most people didn't understand their finances and they didn't understand how to break it down so that they had visibility over their business. And that was when it just hit me one day. I'm like, oh my God, I've got to teach this because it's actually, I, I, you know, I went from being like, I can never run another business again because I don't have confidence in myself to be able to handle the cash flow. And I know if I can't handle the cash flow, I will just keep failing over and over again to like, oh my God, I am like on fire. Like that was the transformation. I knew that Wow. my whole confidence grew because I knew that if I had that down pat, then then I could make better decisions in my business. And then, yeah, it did roll on to being like, oh my God, I need to tell everyone about this because this is really important stuff. Completely, completely. So you run Lady Without Limits and talk to us about that. Talk to us about like your, like who you work with, because I know a lot of people listening would be super interested in how that works. Yeah, sure. So I have a digital course that I have created. I work with business owners. I work with e-commerce business owners and service-based business owners. The method really only changes slightly. It doesn't matter what type of business that you have. Um, So I work with mainly small business owners up to kind of like the, oh, well, I work with multi-million dollar businesses as well. So yeah, if you've got a business and you need help with money, basically you can come and do my program. Um, So there's online learning of just the core method. And then we have group coaching every week in a Facebook group where you can really interact with me and my team about how to actually really tailor it to your business. Because the worst thing that someone can do is read the book and get excited about it, but then start to implement it. And then they really don't know how to read between the lines and tailor it properly to their specific business. And then they give up and they're like, oh, it won't work. It doesn't work. It really, really works. But sometimes you just need the little, you know, the, the core tools and the, and the easy spreadsheets to help you to figure it all out really quickly and take away that overwhelming feeling of trying to do it all manually from a book and um, and actually have someone to ask those questions that come up for you when you're like, oh, I get it, but how does that apply to my business? How can I make that work? You've got support there um, to be able to take you through that whole situation. Yeah. So basically, Lady That Limits is I do some one-on-one coaching, but not so much on an ongoing basis now. I really have the program one-off, one-on-one coaching with me to help you to get on track and, and help you to hold your hand if you need it. And um, and we have our Lady Without Limits podcast as well, which is lots of education. Ah, so good. So I'd love to totally start from like ground zero with Profit First. Firstly, what actually is Profit First? Can you kind of explain the concept? Yeah, sure. So Profit First is a cash flow method that was actually created by Mike Michalowicz, who is the founder of the method. He is an American entrepreneur and he created this method after just having like an awful, I guess, business failure. He lost all of his money and this was, I guess, the thing that took him, you know, from misery to profitability. Mm. Anyway, um, so what it basically is, is it is separating your cash flow into different categories 
and so that you understand your business cash flow. So rather than having all of your cash flow lumped into your operating expenses account or lumped all together so we really don't have financial visibility on an intimate level of our cash flow, we show you firstly how to read your accounting software if um, if you have accounting software or or break, we teach you how to break down your finances and understand how much cash for your business you need to have in each bank account and how to then get into a profitable place if you're not quite profitable. So we teach you how to increase revenue, how to cut expenses, how to how to do all the things so that you are then running really sustainably and you're going to have a lot of longevity in your business. So hopefully I've explained that well. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. And Profit First is a book that you can buy as well and it's one that I recommend every entrepreneur read. It's really, really powerful and we run it in our business as well. What is the common misconception people have about what profit actually is? Because I feel like people get a little bit confused about how do I actually calculate what profit is? Yeah, so we work on bank balance accounting. So that is the easiest way to understand how profitable you actually are, like how much cash is actually left in the bank, okay? Because often what happens is we have net profit on our um, profit and loss statements and it tells you that you're profitable. However, oftentimes there's no cash in the bank and that's because you did have profit but you spent it and that's why profit can be really confusing. And so what we teach people to do is to actually open a separate profit account and actually allocate a certain percentage of your top line revenue into profit so that you can, you know, actually have a proper profitable business. And so we think about profit in a few different ways. One, um, to build a buffer of savings and revenue in your business so that you actually have cash there to fall back on, um, which is a big issue for a lot of business owners. Usually there's zero profit left over at the end of the day after expenses and owners pay and taxes, sometimes in the negatives. Okay. We also use profit as an owner's pay bonus distribution. So at the end of every quarter, you can actually pay yourself an extra bonus outside of your normal salary or drawings, which is really motivating and exciting to business owners to think, you know, this is why I'm in business, to actually be profitable and actually get to reward myself at the end of every quarter. And then we also use some of our profit as debt busting. So if you have loans um, or tax payment plans, et cetera, we also usually will allocate a percentage of the profit account to pay off your debt even faster, to just get you into a really you know healthy place as quickly as possible. Oh, it's so good. And so talk to us, why is it important to take out the profit first, as opposed to, like you were saying, yeah. at the end of the month or the end of the quarter, looking at your profit and loss being like, oh, I profited five grand this quarter, but where is it? Kind of thing. Why, why is it important to take that out first? Yeah, there's something called Parkinson's law, okay? And basically, as you would know, because you're a big fan of Profit First, Parkinson's law, say, for example, you have a homework project and you give yourself a week to do it, it will take you a week. Say you give yourself three hours or a day to do it, you'll get it done in a day. The same thing applies to our money. When we have cash sitting there, we spend it. And so say, for example, we've got a marketing a marketing project. If we give ourselves $5,000 to to spend on marketing, we'll spend that $5,000. If we give ourselves $1,000, usually we'll get the same result, but spend a lot less money. So I guess in a long way, what I'm trying to say is that 
if we don't put our profit first, at best we're going to get the scraps. If we don't look at profit in our business above our expenses, it is so easy for our expenses to just keep creeping up. If whatever we focus on expands. So if we keep our focus on our expenses, guess what? Our expenses are the thing that just keep rising and rising. However, if we keep our focus on our profit and what we need to, how we need to be operating in our business to be sustainable, then our profit is going to be of the most important. So that's going to expand and we're going to keep our expenses at a reasonable level. And that is the difference between profit first and normal accounting. The normal traditional accounting method is sales minus expenses equals profit. So you're making your money, you take out all of your expenses and what is left over at the end is your profit, right? So that's the it's an afterthought more than likely there's not going to be any profit left over. That's why so many business owners are not paying themselves properly and there's not any money for a cash buffer or any business growth at the end of the day and they just feel like they're working so hard. It's because they're not focusing on profit. They're just letting their business, their expenses take over and they're just letting them be whatever they are and then they'll kind of try and make it work. And it usually works for a while until you either get so stressed or burnt out or it just completely flops on, a head, on its head. It doesn't work long-term for a happy business owner, a happy team and a happy business. Yeah. Oh, it's such a mindset shift, I think, because a lot of us, like you say, and, and to be fair, a lot of accountants say sales minus expenses equals profit. And so then we're left going like our accountant is saying that it's a profitable business, but I don't feel like it is. And we're kind of left in this spot where yeah. we're like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck or I'm struggling to make ends meet or I'm not paying myself properly. And on paper, your business is profitable and successful, but you don't actually feel like that and you don't actually see that. So what would you say to someone who is like, okay, I want to implement profit first, how do they find the right accountant and how do they actually communicate this method to their accountant? Yeah, look, that is a really common question and it is sometimes hard because sometimes, not all the time, but a lot of accountants and bookkeepers don't understand the profit first system. So they're like, oh, don't have multiple accounts because it's going to be you know, a lot of reconciling when actually it's not. We only have to reconcile those extra internal transfers so the internal transfers between your income account into your other bank accounts which so you need to reconcile those right they're worried about all of that and it becoming a mess however if you just set up some simple bank rules once and use online descriptions honestly it's it, it takes two seconds and it is not any extra effort at all so it's just a little bit of I guess lack of knowledge on an accountant and and bookkeeper's point of view so what I would do if I was talking to my bookkeeper and accountant, and if you don't want to change accountant, if they're pretty good, then I would just say, look, I'm going to open multiple bank accounts and I'm going to start allocating my cash flow into these multiple bank accounts. And if they give you any flack, then you just let them know, no, all we need to do is to set up some bank rules and use online descriptions and it will be no pressure at all. Basically, this is your business. So mm-hmm. we need to advocate for ourselves as well. On the flip side of that, though, there is a whole group of Profit First accountants in Australia. So you can just go onto the Profit First Australia website and you can find a Profit First accountant. You don't need that, though. So I would go and 
I would just ask your accountant first, start there. Most of them are getting pretty cluey and they're realizing that mm. there's way too many businesses that are failing because of cash flow. Literally over 80% of the businesses that fail, fail because of a cash flow problem. It's like 82%, wow. which really is a huge statistic that is saying that our like the way that we handle our cash flow is not working. Mm. And so this is this is the solution. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, that's so, so helpful. Okay. For someone who's like, right, this sounds like the right method for me. Step one is kind of like, okay, I need to actually think about how I want my business to be. And I need to think about, I need to take out the profit first. Can you talk to us about like kind of logistically, how do we kind of figure out what our expenses are kind of almost do like a bit of a, an assessment of the business. How do we actually do that? And is that kind of where yeah. we start? You tell me, I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I was going to say. We need to start with a profit assessment of the business so that you can actually get a bird's eye view and get an understanding of how your business is actually performing right now, which is going to tell you what changes need to happen and how you need to move forward from there. So basically to do it, if you've got accounting software, like Xero or QuickBooks or Myop or something like that, it's really easy to do just by looking at your profit and loss statement and your balance sheet report. A profit assessment honestly takes about an hour. It can feel very overwhelming for people. I can do it in 15 minutes now. So it doesn't take very long, but at first it will take you a little bit longer, especially if you've got some anxiety around it. Um, But basically what you need to do is you need to look at your income over, and I like to break it down by month because it, it, it's easier to then look into it and say, oh, is there any irregular things here? Like, were there any one-off costs that aren't going to carry forward that is going to, I guess, be not right for, for ongoing because you're not going to need that ongoing, right? So look at your income, look at your expenses, your operating expenses, like what percentage of my income was operating expenses mm-hmm. and go, okay, did I pay myself? How much did I pay myself? And then when you break it down, and I have a tool for this um, in my program to show you really easily, you you get to see, oh, shit, okay, I spent 70% of my income on expenses or I'm spending 80% of my revenue on employees or you just really get that first aha moment of what's actually happening in your business. Usually it can be a bit of a shock for a lot of business owners when they do this exercise, honestly. I know it definitely was for me when I first did it, but it's a shock, but it's like, oh, I get it now. I see what's actually happening in my business. And then you can be like, okay, so if this is the case, what do I need to do to change it? Immediately, you might need to cut some expenses. You you can then go and look into your expenses and go, okay, is there anything that I actually don't really need Mm. or, you know, I'm not using often? There's a lot of subscriptions you know, often there's lots of things we're paying for that we're just paying for because we, you know, it's, it's too hard to go and change it, right? Then we could look at our income. Are we earning enough income? Are we charging enough for our services? Yes. A lot of the time people are just too scared to put their prices up. And then if you look at it and go, okay, if I just put my price up by this amount, it's going to just make a huge difference. Um, so, yes. yeah, firstly, we need to, a bit, to do a bit of an assessment, right? Then we need to take the action from there and go, okay, what do I need to do? Firstly, open up multiple bank accounts so you can separate your cash flow ongoing and those accounts are the the top five accounts is an income account, an expenses account, owner's pay, tax, profit. They're the five major accounts. If you've got an e-commerce business, you're going to want an extra account for your cost of goods sold, like your cost of sales, okay? 
Um, and then you can start to actually allocate cash flow from your income account into your other accounts by the assessment. So we can talk about standard percentages in a minute if you like, um, but it is really important to tailor the cash flow to your business so it actually works for your business and not just go with the standard percentages from a book because it's not going to be a reality for most people. Totally. You know, even when we've done coaching sessions with our clients on this, this is where people start to to, uh, get confused and start to to kind of mentally exit. This is what I found. I was, um, we were doing a coaching session and I was with like a Profit First professional and I was like so stoked because I love Profit First, but I was watching slowly as like people started kind of glazing over at this point. So what is it, and like if we just kind of zoom out for a second, what is it in us as small business owners and as creatives or service providers or particularly like we have a lot of women that listen to this podcast why do you think we avoid having clarity on the numbers like why do you think it is that we we feel so much anxiety about this it's totally money mindset it's because we've told ourselves over a period of years that we're good at it we're not good at it that we're crap at managing money okay so it's been our money story forever and so whatever we tell ourselves over and over again becomes our belief system and our belief system becomes our reality so when you then go and look at your finances your whole body and your subconscious is screaming at you going no you're crap at this and it just like puts a block up and you just like Mm. shut down and you just become anxious because all of those things that you've told yourself is now manifesting in your body all of those feelings of you know because when you tell yourself you can't manage money or I'm crap at it you automatically get a sick feeling in your stomach and you feel angry at yourself or you feel sad or you have those feelings yeah those feelings are just coming up for you in the surface at the moment but if we can just like tell ourselves that we're safe if we can tell ourselves that we haven't been able to manage money in the past because we haven't been taught how to do it properly but we're actually drawing a line in the sand and as a business owner it is our responsibility to learn and guess what? It's not actually that hard. So if I just like take a few big deep breaths and just ask the professional that you're talking to to either go slower or to explain it in third grade language as well yes. and just like really take their time, then they're going to be fine. And honestly, once you get it, you get it. It doesn't mm. take that long to understand, but I do find that sometimes we need to all take a big deep breath um I think why people gravitate towards me is that I do make it super simple I take profit first and I make it really simple and I make it really relatable and I also tell people how I failed and I tell them the struggles that I went through and I think that automatically makes people feel like they're not alone because a lot of people are putting so much judgment on themselves that they are the you know and they're hiding from the fact that like, oh, you know, I've got a business, but I don't want anyone to know that I can't manage money because I won't look successful and I'll whatever. Yeah. They're not alone. Literally most business owners are feeling that way, but it's not their fault because they actually haven't been taught how to properly manage cash flow. Like our actual accounting system is setting us up to fail. Yeah. So that if they can just take a big deep breath and realize that and that they're here to learn a new method, then they're going to be okay. Oh, Amy. I feel like I just want to like clap my hands and scream at what you just said. That is so good. And I think the thing I will say is for anyone listening who feels like, oh, like, can I just outsource this? Or like my accountant or my bookkeeper handles all this. That is not enough. 
You cannot no, abdicate not this okay. part of your business. You can't outsource this. You as the business owner need to put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants or whatever pants you've got and you've got to actually do the work because it is yep. uh, when you, like at the end of the day. How can you make good decisions in your business if you don't understand your business because the numbers don't lie. The numbers yes. actually tell you everything mm-hmm. in your business. And so if you can just grasp these few numbers, it is going to guide your business decisions and guide you the whole way through. But if you're winging it all the time and you're just kind of passing that responsibility on like, oh, I don't need to look at that, you're not standing up strong for your business and you're mm-hmm. not leading in the way that you need to lead. And I know that that can sound really harsh, but it is the true reality that, you know, money is yeah. driving force of any business if you run out of money you don't have a business you can't keep going so we need to think of money as actually one of the most important things in our business totally totally and at the end of the day your accountant isn't responsible for your cash flow so your accountant mm-hmm. can can give you advice they can help you to like facilitate and make really good decisions but at the end of the day if you can't pay your bills you're not like your accountant's not going to be sitting up with you at 1am while you're freaking out. (laughs) So it's really powerful. Knowledge is power in this space. And so I'm really like, so, oh, I just am so passionate about people understanding this because myself as a creative, I feel the same as you, Amy. I was like, I was like head in the sand. I don't even want to look at it because this stresses me out and totally those money beliefs of no I'm not good with numbers I'm creative I'm I'm this I'm that and it's actually like how about how about we kind of rewrite some of those things <laughs> that we believe about ourselves exactly and I want to I want to say as well that it doesn't mean that you need to physically do all of the mm. reconciling it doesn't mean that you need to go and do all of the nitty-gritty work especially if you know, you're past doing that and you've got bigger things to be working on in the business, but you need to be able to read your finances and you need to know how to do a profit assessment on your business at any time to understand where you're at. And so yeah. you should be doing it minute, like every quarter at least. And honestly, once you know the process, it's going to take you about half an hour to do this. It's, it's yes. not a huge exercise um, once we learn how to do it. Yes. This is really good. So now when we've got the system in place, how often do you, should you be checking in? Like you've talked about bank balance accounting, but how often should you be checking in on your accounts? Yeah, so it depends on the business owner and how much cash flow you have coming in and how often you like moving the cash flow. If you have a cash flow hangover at the moment and you need every dollar as it's coming into your bank account, you might need to be handling your cash flow more than if cash flow is okay and, and you can do it a bit less. So, for example, you might need to be, allocating money from your income account into your other accounts maybe twice or three times a week or Mm. once a week Mm. um but if things are going you know better for you you might like to do it fortnightly or monthly we suggest fortnightly we feel like fortnightly keeps you kind of finger on the pulse a lot more and you understand what's going on and and how much cash you have It, it, it keeps you in tune with your business a bit more and also we're trying to put this process in our subconscious, right? So if we're doing it more regularly, the more repetition mm. we do it, the quicker it's going to become like second nature. So we don't we don't recommend that you do it every day or every couple of days if you don't have to because you're going to have to do those extra internal transfers and you're reconciling, but fortnightly or weekly is good. A lot of business owners do it weekly because they have employees that they pay weekly 
and they need to do it weekly. I actually do mine weekly. I do mine every week and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy it. So again, it's going to depend on the business, but what I suggest is you figure out a rhythm for your business. How often are you going to actually transfer the money from your income account into the other accounts? But the second thing of that is quarterly, let's do a profit assessment on our business to see mm-hmm. how the business is, has performed over the quarter because it's different. There is a difference between just transferring the money into your accounts to make like to keep the wheels turning and actually having the full picture of your business and doing a profit assessment on your business every quarter to see how actually on, on a larger scale how did the business perform, you know, how much yeah. did we spend on expenses, et cetera. And I love this too and I love the weekly fortnightly check-in because very quickly, like, it, you know, from a sales and marketing perspective, we're working with all of our clients on, hey, like we don't want to think about just your annual revenue goal. We're thinking like as small as what are you doing this month? What are you doing in the next six weeks? So we like to keep it really um, kind of tight on what's your next goal? Yeah. What's the next milestone? So I really like that because it actually keeps you tracking your numbers and the -hmm. thing that I feel like is like a universal law is and I think you kind of touched on it earlier Amy like what you pay attention to grows so if you actually are investing in checking your numbers it's not that you're becoming obsessed with money it's just that actually as you go oh wow this this week we've we've done really well this fortnight we've done really well or oh it's not where it probably should be then you can kind of go, all right, well, I'm going to get on Instagram and I'm going to make an offer. You can get really scrappy because you've got the data, right? Exactly. Yeah. I set myself monthly goals and all of my clients monthly goals. And then we check in when we're doing our allocations, like how did that actually turn out from a cash flow point of view? Because often what happens as well is we might secure money, mm-hmm. but it might not actually be in the bank in that month. Potentially, yes. you know, if you're working with clients or whatever, and they're paying over a certain amount of time, you might feel very cash rich because you've secured a lot of money, but it actually might not be coming into your bank account until, you know, it might be yeah. split over multiple payments. So we we like to look at bank balance accounting and check in, okay, how much cash do we actually have in the bank yeah. this month? And then, as you said, if you don't have as much halfway through the month that you need, then you can run extra promos. You can be proactive yes. rather than always reactive. Ah, oh, I love this. I'm just... Like everything you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, this is so what people need to hear. So I know that people are going to have so many questions, Amy. Where can people connect with you and where can people learn more from you? Yeah, sure. So I do a free masterclass. So we can, I'll give you the link to pop in the yeah, show notes um, or you can go to the Lady Without Limits Instagram page um, or my website, ladywithoutlimits.com, and you will find the masterclass there. The first step is go and watch the masterclass because it's just going to teach you, I guess, in more of a process how the Profit First Method actually works. I go into more detail about the accounts that you need. I talk about percentages and yeah. you know, what's stopping a lot of people from actually having success in the method, okay? And then um, if you want to come on board and work with us, we have an awesome program. Um, you can find the details at yeah, ladywithoutlimits.com. Incredible. Well, Amy, you have explained this. Like I just feel like um, I feel like jumping around. I'm so happy about this. You've just explained this so clearly and so simply. And I just want to say thank you so much for the work that you do. And thank you for joining us today because this feels like such an important topic. And I want to encourage anyone listening 
definitely head on over to Amy's website. We'll pop the link in the show notes so you can check out that masterclass, check out some of her incredible resources. And Amy, I I feel like we need to get you in the next level club and do a session with our clients because this is just, there's so much more I want to cover. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd love to. I would absolutely love to. So let's set that up. But thank you yes. so much for having me. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come and have a chat to you about profit first and money. It's my favorite topic and I really appreciate you. And I love all of the work that you do. You're amazing, Laura. Oh, well, right back at you. I've, and you can tell that you love this. You can tell, like you just know your stuff. You can communicate it clearly. And oh, I'm, I'm so happy about this. So thank you so much for joining us, Amy. Head over to the show notes if you're listening to check out more of Amy's wonderful work. Well, I hope that you found that super practical and super helpful. I encourage you to head to our show notes to check out more of Amy's incredible resources. If you love this episode, please share it with a business buddy. It gives you good business karma. I'm sure of it. I hope that you have a wonderful week and I hope that this inspires you to make more money and get more profit into your business. Love your work. I'll see you next time. Go get them. <laughs>